0: This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Last week, we met Michael Goge, a GIS expert from the Regional Center for Mapping of Resources for Development in Nairobi. Goge has developed a landslide monitoring tool that tells where a landslide is likely to happen and the effects it's likely to have. Hello there. This is your weekly Africa Climate Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Mogwa. We are still in Moranga County. Today, we talked to the county executive health. He ascertains that there are three people dying every week due to substance abuse. Why? Why are the youth and young adults making about 70% of the population engaging in drug and substance abuse? What are some of the challenges the county is experiencing dealing with the rising mental health and substance abuse cases? But before I invite him, just a reminder that this episode is part of the ongoing Mental Health and Climate Impact Series. The series has been made possible by a grant from the International Women's Media Foundation's Howard Jibafay Fund for Women Journalists. Thank you so much for joining us. Would you please introduce Ms. Mbai, please?
1: My name is Joseph Mbai, I am the CEC in charge of health Muranga County government, in charge of administration, management of health and also supervision. Today we are discussing natural disasters that actually happen in Muranga County and uh, whether they are linked to the mental illnesses that we are finding coming up in Muranga and also the issue of substance abuse among the citizenry of Muranga County. And um, I did want to say that uh, mental illness in Muranga County is really coming up. We are finding that uh, majority of the patients who are coming to the hospital uh, at the rate of about 20% will have mental illness. W- why mental illness is because there are various reasons that are coming up. And one of them is um, the natural disasters like landslide whereby you find somebody has built a home, has established good systems for the family, and then a natural disaster strikes and it leaves the family with nothing. The houses are sunk, the tea bushes are swept away, and that family is left with nothing. Sometimes even they lose their loved ones in the process. So that puts them in a very uh, stressing and traumatic um, situation. So when they come to the hospital, you find that they are depressed, they have so much stress, they have trauma. And um, as a county government, even using other stakeholders like Red Cross and um, the, the Disaster Unit, we are able to move those families and construct some houses for them, sometimes not permanent, be using Mabati and wood, And uh, you find that those families now will develop some stress and depression. Both the father and the mother, uh, even the children. You find that even when they go to school, they are not able to concentrate. And that is one area where mental illness is is coming from. Mm. The other one is because of drug abuse Mm. and and substance abuse. We have um, some areas in Muranga County, especially Kigumo, getuge and Kamahoha where we are finding young men and women engaging in um, drug abuse like bangi, uh, mugoga, and some tobacco. Mm-hmm. And um, if you look at the percentage of um, the age group that is dealing with that, the, uh, above 70% of them are adolescents and young adults. Mm-hmm. Meaning that uh, the future of that age group is at stake because they are the people who probably we would say that uh, will take the responsibilities of, of our future. Mm-hmm. But when they engage in drugs at that age and they engage in those activities, some uh, a, a good percentage of them also become criminals. and once they become criminals, you find that uh, they they lose their consciousness. they are not able to to differentiate when they are doing good and or, or bad. so, the other thing is that um, in, in terms of drug abuse, mm. bank is the most abused, meaning that when those young men and women are taking that um, bangi, of course there is somebody benefiting. It means that somebody is selling it to them. Mm-hmm. So it's a business that really, really thrives. And it's like the people who are selling bangi have, have made it um, uh, a a serious business and they are really fighting to make sure that they stay in the market Mm. even when they are arrested they are taken to court they are able to come out and as a society we we have kept quiet about it it's like it's normal and and nobody seems to even know or care uh, whether our children are getting into problems
2: Mm.
1: but when now they come to the hospital in Muranga county government in Muranga hospital we have uh, our psychiatric ward, mm-hmm. where we treat them and manage in terms of detoxification. And uh, the ones who probably uh, have um, very serious psychotic issues, we are able to detain them and sedate them, and probably after one or two weeks, they are able to come back to their senses.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have a team of two psychiatrists, mm-hmm. we have um, four psychiatric nurses, social workers, and counselors who deal with, with the, those issues. Eh? We send some to rehabilitation where necessary. Okay. If we realize that this person is really badly off, we, we send them to rehabilitation. And since we started this program of rehabilitation in 2015, we have rehabilitated more than 1,500 clients with 60% success rate. Okay, 40% have relapsed, but with a success rate of 60%, We feel that we have done a lot Mm. and one of the things that we have realized helps especially when it comes now to rehabilitation is um, what do you do with them after rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. We call it aftercare program. So that aftercare program some of them we take them back to school in our polytechnics for training to become to become welders, to become painters, to become saloonists, to become um, masons and carpenters. And we have realized that, out of like um, the last season, we took about 455. And when they graduated after two years, they, they use that skill now to get something to do for themselves. Sure. So it helps. The other way we do it is that by relocating them from the environment, which was making them get into that addiction and all that. Peer pressure, friends, and, and, and making sure that family support is there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've seen cases of um, murder mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. that are related to substance abuse. Mm-hmm. When we did the rehabilitation in 2015, we realized that All the people we mopped up in the county, when we brought them into the field for rehabilitation, crime went down by 60%. So meaning those drug abusers, most of the time, are the ones are still the criminals. Mm -hmm. The three months they stayed in the rehab, petty thefts went down, mugging went down, uh, even murders went down, the prisons and the courts had few cases so it, it is a clear uh, evidence that there is a relationship between substance abuse and crime mm. and when you talk to the team that does counseling and psychiatric um, management mm-hmm. they will tell you that uh, in murang'a county now every week we get um, every week we are getting about 3 murders in the county mm-hmm. that are related to substance abuse Mm -hmm. which is not a very good thing to write home about Mm -hmm. eh? but uh, as a county government now bearing in mind on what now we are seeing Mm -hmm. in the new financial year we decided to to have a to increase the budget of products Mm -hmm. so that we are able to buy more products and send to other facilities Mm -hmm. then we used to do outreach programs eh? Mm -hmm. which we need to revive so that psychiatrists, doctors can go out there and meet the mental illness patients out there and Mm -hmm. they're able to manage them before it escalates. Mm -hmm. Since COVID came, we've seen an upsurge of mental illnesses Mm -hmm. because of uh, people who lost their businesses, um, children who have overstayed at home, um, families that uh, Probably were not living together, and now they have been forced by COVID to live together. Mm. So you find there are conflicts because these people probably don't know one another. Yeah. Maybe the husband has been working in Mombasa, the wife stays in Mandera or in Kisumu, and now COVID has brought them together. So now they are sitting there, and they, they they are seeing mistakes of the other. So so many conflicts have come up, and 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 a lot of families have also broken up because of. Um, lack of um, resources and uh, we are finding a lot of uh, people who had businesses and had loans now they are being uh, auctioned and it it's, it's a total mess and it's really affecting people in terms of mental
0: health yeah how much are you budget allocating that goes into psychosocial support because looking into the county muranga county is so prone to landslide i'm wondering do you offer psychosocial support throughout or just when a natural disaster happened no we offer support
1: always because even now if you go to muranga hospital we have we have a unit that does that all the time even right now if you go in ward 9 you find the psychiatric unit is working. There are even patients admitted who are very sick, and uh, we the, the counselors are there on daily basis. Uh, we have mm-hmm. the psychiatrists on daily basis, and um, we, we have even the, the commodities being supplied on daily basis. Mm-hmm. Because some of these people, when they come, you know, some mental illnesses, to the extreme side, they can become violent. Eh? And for you to bring somebody down, you, you have to sedate them. So the, there are those psychotropic substances that we use so that to make sure that they, we, we tame them. Eh? And then um, some of them are injectables, others are tablets. And uh, the county government is the one that actually budgets specifically for that, mm. to buy those products. Mm. And uh, when we decide also to do rehabilitation, to a person, you know, rehabilitation is a cost. Yeah. So there's a budget also allocated for that, whereby we 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 say that uh, in every year if we can rehabilitate like a hundred, then like every like every year we have been rehabilitating a hundred, a hundred, a hundred,
2: mm.
1: and even right now we have some who are already in rehabilitation,
2: yeah.
1: even right now, okay. and that does not mean. Um, it is only the, the the citizen. even some even some government officials get into this problem. Mm. We have a driver who has that problem. We have a public health officer who are in rehabilitation. Yeah. And we rehabilitate them and then we reintegrate them into the system. Mm. But now with a lot of follow-up and aftercare.
0: From the Minister of Health Budget, <laughs> what percentage of that budget or how much of that budget goes into specifically mental health or psychosocial support? Well, if, if, um, if you look at it... Uh,
1: you could say that out of the the budget that we get for minister for for my department mm-hmm. department of health and sanitation mm-hmm. you could say 20% of that budget goes to mental illness mm-hmm. okay we've not quantified it because we you know we treat all of them as patients mm-hmm. so when we buy medicines we will buy medicines for them when we say that we are putting something infrastructure changes painting and all that is there in the budget of infrastructure yeah. but if i was to pick specifically what goes to mental health i would say 20 25% okay.
0: yeah and roughly like um they are oh, in 2021 so basically 2019 2020 year how much was the budget around how much was the budget for health budget well um our budgets
1: that don't our budget don't change so much eh? mm-hmm. because per year when you include the salaries we have like something like 2.8 okay. billion okay half of that goes to salaries. Mm. So the rest is what now is used for commodities, for operations, maintenance, drugs, and such. Mm. Yeah.
0: And that is now the 20%
1: of that is. What that? The 20% of that now goes to uh, issues of mental health. Okay. And the biggest component actually in mental health is the medicines. Medicines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Maybe medicines and probably salaries of the staff that
0: work there. Mm. Yeah. What would you say is the major challenge when it comes to uh, dealing with mental health issues uh, in the county. One of the major challenges
1: that comes is um, family support. You find that uh, the clients we get who have mental illness, when the families bring them to us, they want to dump them and run away. Mm. They don't want to. They don't want to take responsibility. We've had patients actually staying in the ward and telling their people, come, this person now has gotten better and they don't want to come. Mm-hmm. So that is one. Then the other challenge is, um, of course, m- m- limited resources. Yeah. Number one, we would really want to have quite a number of psychiatrists. You can see we only have two. Psychiatric nurses, we could have them in the universe yeah. so that we are able to take care of many other people down there before even they are referred to the main hospital.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's another challenge. Then number three is um, space. We have we, we, the, the space we have in the hospital can only accommodate um, 20 patients mm-hmm. and um, we, we've actually budgeted for um, an expansion. In the same place, but for an expansion to add another 10-10 so that we can have 40 Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for both female and male. And the other major thing also is that the Ministry of Health per se, in national government, Mm -hmm. doesn't seem to be very keen on issues of mental health. They are very keen on malaria, they are keen on TB, they are keen on HIV, Mm -hmm. they are keen on non-communicable diseases, there are programs running on that line. Which are supported even by World Bank through grants, and that, and uh, as as a, as a government, they haven't they haven't emphasized the issues of man- mental health so much. Yeah. And if you if you want to prove that, ask yourselves how many mental health institution does the government have in this country? If you go to Madhari Hospital, and if you go to Madhari Hospital itself and look the way it is, mm. it's in deplorable conditions. Eh? And um, year in year out. Nobody seems to care.
2: Right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you go there and you see the, 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 um, the way those patients are, the way where they are sleeping, where they are being treated, you find that um, it's a clear indicator that, that nobody is keen on looking at matters of mental health mm-hmm. uh, in, in the ministry. Unless now they want to start now. But for us in Muranga County, we have noted we have a burden of that. And uh, we actually identified the hotspots, like we mentioned earlier, Mm. and we are zeroing in on them. Mm. Another challenge that we have that is really propagating these issues is the police system and the judiciary. Mm. When you arrest somebody who is selling bank and is taken to court, nowadays the court seem to be very lenient in, even in terms of fines. We, we need to develop a system whereby the people who are selling drugs are punished severely. So that if a person sells bangi and is arrested, we'll never do that again. Mm-hmm. But it's like we are... I, I can give you an example. We arrested a guy who had some 70 kgs of bangi mm-hmm. and uh, he was taken to court. He was fined 300,000. He came back, started bribing the police, the chief and everyone. And he even started threatening us because it's not punitive there. How I wish some of those cases have no fine. So that when you are arrested, you just go to jail immediately for seven years or how many years. Mm. And as a country, unless we do that, you see, we are complaining about drug abuse. We are complaining our youth are getting lost in drugs. We are compla- but we are also protecting the ones who are selling the drugs. So what are we talking? It's very sad. Sometimes sometimes I, I, I feel like. Um, we are the ones making our youth get lost, and police they arrest the bank, they are bribed. The guy gets away when they go to court, they bribe their way, so the guy gets caught free. So, how will you ever stop this nonsense? Stop you cannot stop it.
0: What do you yeah. think is the solution? Because I'm looking at the entire country. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, the mental health task force mm-hmm. did um release the report, you mm-hmm. said. The entire Kenya, out of you know, it's um, we have uh, the burden, a very rising burden of mm-hmm. mental health illnesses, right? Mm-hmm. And then you work in a county that is very susceptible mm-hmm. to uh, landslide, and there is a high number of substance abuse, especially young adults and, mm-hmm. and, and um, adolescents. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the solution? What do we need to do to curb the rising mental health illnesses and the rising number of you know substance abuse and stuff? One of the things we really
1: need to do, Mboy, is um, we need to do a lot of awareness. Mm. You see, it is easier to prevent somebody from taking alcohol and bangi than treating them.
2: Mm.
1: We need to start doing serious awareness on what are the dangers of those substance abuse. If you look at the Ministry of Education, it has a system of schools where they have a syllabus and a curriculum where students sit in class and they are taught mathematics they are taught kiswahili they are taught english we really need to get into that system and start teaching our children what are the dangers of alcohol what are the dangers of drug abuse and that is not a business and then once we teach them they grow up knowing that if you do substance abuse you are likely to become this or all that then the other thing we need to do is that uh, the people who are involved in control of drug merchants mm. i'm talking about the police i'm talking about the administrators the chiefs the dccs the county commissioners and the judiciary They must work together to make sure that any criminal arrested because they have bangi or they have whatever drug they are pendling, they are dealt with firmly and consistently. One thing we have lost in this country is that and why people who sell bangi are are not afraid because they know they can break their way. So if we found a way of dealing with corrupt practices that revolve around it. I think we can solve that problem. Mm. The other thing is that um, we must introduce programs both in churches and uh, in the Ministry of Health, programs that actually educate even patients when they come to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Like, Like in Muranga, we do morning sessions in every facility when patients come to talk to them about hygiene, about hand washing, about how to prevent diseases like TB, HIV and such. It's a discussion that is normally done by the public health officer and the nursing officer in charge of of that area. So they educate the patients as they wait to see the doctor for about 30 minutes. So if we introduce those programs and we, we make it a, a a must that every morning when patients come they'll be taught about substance abuse, they'll be taught about prevention, they'll be taught about um, what are the dangers, then that, that program can go a long way in making sure that any person who is um, getting involved in that has information. Mm. If they have information, they can make their choices. But then, on the other hand, we also need to deal with the the criminals very ruthlessly. Because we can educate the children, we can create awareness to the masses, we can have uh, churches, moral support, and all that. But if we don't deal with the the issue of the criminality properly, Mm so that people know, if you are arrested with a bank, there is no discussion, you will go to jail for seven years. I can tell you that thing can get out of this.
0: And then probably also we need to incorporate mental illnesses or mental awareness basically in these programs to make sure that people have an understanding uh, in terms of what to watch for. And how do you because what i'm understanding when uh, during this whole conversation is that Mm. people come too late to the hospitals right yeah because if if people patients are being dumped Mm -hmm. you know to by their loved ones in the hospitals that means this person have gone through uh, all almost all stages of mental illnesses before they actually get depressed to an extent where now they need to be uh, admitted for them to be taken care of right
1: one of the biggest challenges we have for in health is financing. Now, if you if you look at um, the very lucrative areas where the Minister of Health want to concentrate all the time, like TB, HIV, NCD, reproductive health, it's because there is a lot of financing by World Bank and other partners. But if the government made a deliberate to move themselves to finance those things, it will be very easy to deal with mental illness. And they factor it as a thing in the budget so that it can be dealt with conclusively. And they also finance the commodities properly and they finance even the outreaches and the staff. Mm. Because we need staff to deal with that in the universe. And these staff need to be paid. This staff need to be facilitated. This staff need to be motivated. And then... Uh, when we do that, then we are able to capture the mental illnesses early enough even before the mm. Yeah.
0: You see, the challenge is that because you find our government depends so much mm. on funding. You know, because then where do we look into domestic resources and say this is a priority for us Mm -hmm. as Moranga County. This is a priority for us as Kenya Mm -hmm. because we're having a mental health illness burden here. But the money that is coming from different international organizations that are funding us, of course, they will have their specific interest if they're actually funding and they're looking into let's deal with malaria, let's deal with TB. You know, they have their own interests. But where do we come in as government and say this is our domestic resource? and then this is our immediate problem that we're having, that our people experiencing, and then we allocate. Do we need also to wake up and say, okay, well, fine, this is our problem. We're not going to wait for an outsider to come and tell us, this is the area you take care of. But we actually going to allocate our own resources or find, we can look for funding, but then specifically allocating those funding in this particular priority area. Well, uh, you, you, you see,
1: the... The biggest challenge in this country is that uh, when Mwanainchi, the citizen, is having a case, for example, who has a mental illness, mm-hmm. where, where is the first call? The first call is a public health facility.
2: Yeah.
1: That's where they will take that patient. And uh, what happens there is that the patient will be received, they will be seen by either a nurse, if it is a dispensary, or um, a clinical officer if it's a health center. And uh, if you look at the first stage, a nurse, clinical officer, then from there, they can go up like this to a medical officer. By the time they reach the consultant psychiatrist now who really understands um, the chronology of the progression of this mental illness from the time it started up to where it is, mm-hmm. you find that uh, th- there could be so many gaps. Eh? Now, if you tell these people to finance that, at their village level they will tell you they don't have money yeah you get now if you come to the facility the facility depending on what level it is they have limited resources as well okay but this patient now will be treated here as a normal patient mm-hmm. so the speciality of whether this patient is suffering from a mental illness might start be seen at the level four when it is too late, late now are we able to mobilize resources as a, as a county government at this level mm-hmm. to deal with that mm-hmm. the answer is no and why because the revenue we collect does not come to us it goes to the county revenue fund which is linked to national treasury that has to be appropriated budgeted for signed off by uh, by the controller of budget so that it can back to come back to us mm-hmm. as a budget line to do specific so, at the base value down here, you have to work ahead eh, so that if, if you wanted to receive the money today, today is January,
2: yeah.
1: you, you should have worked last year, May or April, for the money to be here with you today in January. I don't know whether you know how the budget process cycle works. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean.
2: Yeah.
1: So that um, because of the dynamism in the government eh, and, and and change of officers all the time, governments, Keep on changing officers, removing others, and all that. So, there are always gaps because if I start a budget today and I have put a budget line of mental health because I am the one here and I'm seeing the problem, if I leave the office and another officer comes, it may not be appropriate to that officer. You get? So, now that stalls. So, the money I had allocated can be reallocated now to Mm -hmm. another something else else, when they are doing supplementary and such. But now, as a government in Muranga County, why we don't like putting a, a budget line specifically for this is because when we pull our monies, we know very well that uh, even buying adrenaline injection or uh, protein injection, I am able to say that in that pool, these drugs, we'll go to ward 9, okay. these ones are for dialysis the unit, these ones are for the ICU, these ones are for them, but they are all in the bigger budget of, mm. so I mention them yeah. by name yeah. in the budget. When I do procurement plan, I mention every single medicine that's going to be used in the hospital mm. as an, way, mm-hmm. as a single entity, if it is panadol panadol, if it's amoxel amoxil. and then at the end there you say how many for yeah. that year.
0: So
1: that one is not easily reallocated. That one is not easily reallocated because if an officer, a new officer comes, they are not able to change that.
0: They still buy the medication. They still
1: buy the medication. But you see, now if you put it as a budget line and somebody comes and sees, I this one, 30 mental illness, 30 million. What is that? Mm. What is that million? Mm. So it is easy to remove that 30 million without realizing that that million is the psychotropic injection that person was supposed to be given so that's why we 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 do it as item based now if I wanted to know how much has gone to mental illness I can now go back to that plan and look at all the drugs that went to mental illness and then I quantify Mm. I go to all the salaries that went to people who work in there mental illness unit, then I quantify. Okay. I go to all the food, these tabs, and everything that were taken, and then now I'm able to say okay, indeed this department this year has spent 40 million. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: But if you took that 40 million and put it there as mental illness, mm. and then tomorrow you are not in office. Nobody will understand what is that.
0: Sure. Yeah. So moving
1: it to another... Um, during as supplementary, is very easy. Okay.
0: Yeah. And do you find um, like the, your people within the county are they knowledgeable enough? Because as much as you don't have a high number of, uh, of, of of nurses, and but at least you have a team compared to other counties. Yes. But do you find like communities are knowledgeable in terms of they, someone they can go to the national hospital. They, I mean, they can go to the to Muranga uh, hospital and seek a counselor. Do you find them knowledgeable?
1: The counselor seeking behavior in Muranga County is not very elaborate. They will only come to seek counseling services when they are on the rock. Most of the people don't believe that uh, they, they need to talk to someone. Okay? So, and even when they talk, maybe they will talk to their pastor or their father mm-hmm. or their priest or their bishop mm-hmm. about something disturbing them. But rarely would you find them coming for counseling services when they are not sick, very rare. Mm-hmm. And we have those services. Even our nurses now who are in the universe there have been trained on, um, on, on a bit of counseling so that they can go to talk to patients who have uh, uh, maybe chronic illnesses like diabetes, hypertension, HIV. Sometimes even family members, the way they treat some of those patients, would require someone to go and get counselled so that they are able to know how do I treat a mother who has both hypertension and diabetes? You get Sometimes others react, others overreact and um, if you tell them now you have a problem you need to see a, a, a counsellor, they tell you know me I have no problem I know what I'm doing. Mm. But you see that denial aspect is there. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much. Your final word? My final word is um, to tell Kenyans, and especially in Muranga County, that we really need to wake up and deal with mental illness issues because they are on the rise. We have so many cases of suicide coming up. Murders, you hear they are coming up. Uh, trauma cases are also on the rise. So we really need to wake up and probably uh, get some mechanisms and work together with those stakeholders, the schools, the churches, the police, the administrators. To make sure that we deal with this problem because if we don't deal with it then in the in the in the, in the very near future it will deal with us mm-hmm.
0: yeah thank you so much i appreciate it thank you That was CEC Moranga County Joseph Mbai talking about the rising mental health challenges and substance abuse cases in the county. Remember this series is part of the ongoing mental health and climate impact series. You can access other episodes and many more by visiting our website www.africaclimateconversations.com or listen to us through Spotify, Apple, Google, or any other channel you access your podcast from. You can also write to us via email through info at africaclimateconversations.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also subscribe to receive a weekly newsletter by hitting the subscribe button on our website. We are grateful to the International Women's Media Foundation's Howard G. Buffet Fund for Women Journalists, whose Grant has made this series possible. Join me again next week on Tuesday when we will explore culture and mental health in Africa. But until then, koheri. My name is Sophie Mbogwa. Inaendeshwa na Afripods. <laughs>